world, once again I opened up my mind. This time I want to think about my writing um, that's somehow really relevant to the nature of what I think about. Um, you know, even what I just said doesn't really make any sense to me and, and I don't know there's some kind of unraveling process that's happening when I go back to read my pieces. And I was just thinking, what is it that I have, like, ability here? Because there are some mistakes that I see, and I try to balance out my, let's say, um, I would say the, the feeling that writers get, what could we name that uh, when they think that their work isn't good enough? Um... The lack of confidence is all that's coming to mind right now, but the the lack of confidence that I think is natural for a writer to feel, I, I do want to acknowledge that that's there. But beyond the lack of confidence in my own work, I want to know how bad is my work truly, uh, you know, that it really, to the point where it's not relevant to my confidence, it just is bad work. So there's some mistakes that I've been seeing, and I'm not so sure if the ideas are coherent. Now, I, I understand what it is that I was trying to express when I wrote those things. However, I'm not really convinced by the ability for other people to understand, and isn't that the point? Um, if I'm going to be publishing them at all in any sort of public way, what is the point of writing if not to get the other person to understand now, I don't know if it's necessary for me to write in a manner that uh, is exactly the way someone else understands, because then it sort of defeats the purpose, because the whole point is for them to understand how I think. At least that's the way I would imagine writers are supposed to write. Um, but the reason I'm having trouble with this is because I don't think I've actually consciously made a decision as to the reason, the purpose behind why I write and why I publish. Now, I, I, I have a journal that I write in, um, sometimes daily, and then sometimes weeks will go by before I've written something in it. Like, it's a, it's, it's, it's an actual journal on paper. And uh, that's reserved for me. That's where I write down my thoughts uh, more privately and just, I guess, it's exactly what I'm doing right now. It's more letting my mind wander, which is nice. But now I'm trying it out by actually speaking uh, through this podcast. And yet this the crucial difference is that this is not private, right? I'm actually publishing or making it public in any way. Now, it doesn't really matter who, who listens and how many people listen. I think what's important is finding out the reason for why I'm making it public. Um, number one, I would lean t towards the idea that maybe the reason it's public and that I'm making it public is because I had been doing a lot of writing, uh, and I think even film acting, even though it's more abstract and less direct. I had been doing that in a therapeutic manner, you know, to write something very personal and then to make it public. There was something that released, uh, you know, within me. It was freeing to do that. And I think it was necessary. But now I'm starting to try to build some sense of integrity now, uh, some kind of privacy. Um, 
So I'm not so sure whether I'm a content creator anymore or if what it was that I was writing and speaking now to you even, uh, whether that's just an old habit from a time when I needed to do this. And now I'm not so sure I need to, to do it. Um, I don't really feel like exposing the inner thoughts um, and feelings on a whim, you know, for in, the entertainment of others. Um, so, I would like to think maybe Avenue Number Two would offer me the comfort of letting myself believe that I'm still making whatever it is that I'm making, whether it's uh, a written piece or a performed piece or a podcast, for the reasons that I'm trying to understand myself. Um, you know, but. To understand myself is something that I'm gradually starting to realize is something that I can only really do with more experience, with things like life encounters. And yet we are living in a world where we're progressively more and more, I believe, abstract and mental. You know, we watch movies, we speak to our friends. You know, there's a lot less, I would say, ability and even possibility or access to live in a more action-oriented way. And what I mean by that would be to, you know, for example, I know people like to think that you can just hit up the gym or go to the local community center and join a sport. And that is something that I see a lot more in other countries, uh, like in Europe. But um, it's not as easy. It's not like everybody has the ability to do that or like as if it's I would say, common enough that most people are doing it. I think a lot of the people who I meet in my life, uh, even though some of them do sports or some of them have some kind of uh, more active life, um, there's something about the nature of our societies today that makes it more difficult to do that. You know, It's, okay, I have an hour to go to the gym or I have you know, uh, one day a week where I can play football or whatever it is. Um, and uh, that's not that's not really conducive to a good human life. I think understanding who you are is enjoying who you are on some level. I think the two can be conflated um, with confidence. So I'm really looking towards doing that. I want to enjoy more uh, active things, you know, usually through... Uh, traveling and exploring, you know, I want to go on walks in beautiful areas, I want to try new things, eat new food, uh, you know, do things with new people, uh, anything that allows me to be more active and uh, at least uh, alongside my, I would say, inclinations for being more mental and introspective and introspective. You know, I like to speak to people in order to understand them as much as I like to speak to myself in order to understand myself. But understanding, I'm afraid, is not enough anymore. It's not a sort of goal or purpose that I can idealize and then comfortably go in forward and just continue. You know, so I'm not sure how long this sort of podcasting will continue. And not even sure how much more I'll be writing in my journal. You know, it's uh, it's something that reminds me of what a few people have said in, in various ways. 
Um, but, you know, in order to have something to write about, you need to live. You know, you need to have experiences. Maybe I haven't had as many experiences as I thought. You know, I just got back from a year living in Germany, but, you know, I did have some new experiences for sure, but I don't think that they were the right ones. I don't think they were ones that I was choosing consciously uh, and with purpose and intent. You know, if I have an intent to try something new, um, maybe... I think it, it is something new to move to another country, but on a day-to-day basis, you know, I'm trying to link everything back down to something simple. You know, like I said, if if people are more inclined to do active things every day, then there's more of a connection with who you are physically, um, and that's that's just not easy to do anymore. You know, I can't I can't live a life that's not sitting in an office, uh, usually a call center, because um, that's just the majority of the work that's available uh, nowadays, uh, and then expect that I can just go off and change my life in order to, let's say, work in, in something that will allow me to experience the full range of what I need to experience in terms of being active. You know, there are very few jobs that allow us to do that, and uh, this idea is coming a little bit from the uh, book Sapiens I've I'm started reading. Um, and he talks about how the guy, uh, Yuval Harari, writes the book. And he talks about how our foraging ancestors lived out a, a much more well-balanced life um, and were necessarily better off in many ways. Uh, in ways that we seem to need today in order to balance ourselves. Um, so that's exactly what I think I'm trying to go for now. Um, so having examined a little bit of what I need versus what I've been doing, it makes me think I still it's, it's, it makes me think that I still need to figure out what I want. Now I, I want to continue writing. that's that's for sure. Maybe it's time that I've started to write something more creative, um, like I used to attempt. You know, I've written one feature-length film. I've attempted maybe once or twice at writing a book, a fiction, and um, yeah, I've written several short, short films, short stories. Maybe I used to do a lot more poetry as well, and now it's almost like the work that I'm doing now is screaming uh, creativity. At least it's screaming I want to be creative. Because I write a lot about the philosophy that I've been working on called paradoxism. And a lot of the times it just turns into a poem. You know, I'll write about a philosophical concept and then it'll turn into some sort of philosophical poem uh, and a paradoxical poem, which is very interesting. Um... So maybe I have to stop ignoring my creative urges, uh, you know. I guess I'm a little bit afraid uh, as to my ability to be as creative and as imaginative as I used to be. Maybe that's why I've been avoiding it, but hell, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter, does it? I, I guess I just still need to nurture that side of me. So yeah, writing is, um, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a bit of a mindfuck, um, I was watching David Foster Wallace's uh, unedited 
uh, interview uh, in which she really talks a lot about writing and uh, you know the life of a writer in in today's world and it's um, it's it's a bit spot on with what I'm feeling now I don't feel like I can place myself in the same category as as Wallace because I'm definitely not um, an accomplished writer like he is I, I'm nowhere near that uh, I just write let's say blogs really you know there I like to call them essays or um, thesis uh, styled es- essays but at the end of the day they're not they're not that well constructed uh, and that that's not just my lack of confidence speaking I, I just I think they just aren't, uh, you know, there's a structure of my own that I put in there, uh, but other than that, there's no, there's nothing very accessible to how I write, I believe. I think there's a very few small segment of people that can enjoy my writing, um, but at the end of the day, it's it's more therapeutic for me, I realize, and it's more me that enjoys my own writing. And I noticed this a few weeks ago when I sort of discovered this app called natural reader um they're they're like a sort of text to speak app and uh, i've been i had been putting just out of curiosity i put a piece that i wrote into that and i started listening to the words um and it was very interesting to hear my own words being read read to me um because, you know, you're never going to find yourself in a position where you're asking someone, hey, uh, you know, this is kind of a weird thing to ask, but hey, do you want to just read this piece so that I can listen to it? I just wrote it. You know, it doesn't make any sense. But this text-to-speech thing kind of afforded me the ability to do that. And it was very interesting. It, it really allowed me to see clearly who I am or or who I was at the moment when I wrote it. Because you have this odd sensation that you don't that you don't know that that's you you know it's read to you and you're like ah that's how it sounds when it's spoken out loud uh that's strange that's not what i it's not exactly what i felt you know to feel different hearing your own words than the feeling that you had when you wrote it it's it's a strange feeling you would I, i was very surprised by it i was like wow i would have thought to feel the same thing but i don't at all so, taking on the audience perspective of my own work, I think has started to make me realize just how inaccessible my work is, and just how important it is for me to understand exactly who I'm writing this for and, and why I'm making things public. So, uh, in essence, I'm I'm a little bit saddened because I think like I'm. F- might be closing a chapter here which is the fact that I'm, I'm a writer for others I believe I I had been trying to escape that and I never really would allow myself to be a writer for others I, I, I didn't want that part of my life to be muddied and uh, infected by the, the feeling and responsibility of writing for another person uh you know, to, to not let myself be f- completely freeform the way I see fit. Um, and maybe there's some truth in the fact that that's how you end up writing brilliant things. You know, I'm sure a lot of people in the past, that's how they've come to write 
um, beautiful things and, and impactful things, meaningful things. But um, at this point, that's not what I'm chasing either. I don't care about writing something meaningful anymore in terms of something that can have impact on someone else. Um, and so without meaning or without the desire to write for someone else and without the desire to just understand myself, um, what's the meaning of writing at all? Like, What's the point? I think it's at this point I'm just squeezing uh, a lemon that's dry. Um, and I don't like that. I don't, I don't want that to be the case because what do I move forward with? I don't know. I, I wasn't prepared to even be saying what I'm saying right now, um, so it's kind of strange. I, uh, I guess that's a conclusion that I've come to, that that's how I feel. That's not necessarily the actions that I'm going to take, because I, I never really follow my own advice, which is probably a problem. No, it is a problem. Um, if I know that I need to do something, I should do it. No, I love to write, and I love to read, but right now, I need more, or less, I don't know, I don't know what it is right now. If I need less, the, what what does that mean? You know, come face to face with the fact that I need to start meditating, um, I'm, I'm slowly getting closer to being meditative anyway, so I guess that's probably what's going to happen um and uh i'm sure there'll be more to write in the future hmm. and then on the other hand i'm trying to think is it really just because i'm burnt up like i just just can't think clearly at the moment and what i need is to get back on top be healthy um, be as physically active as I've been mentally active. I think that's the problem. I've burnt out my body, and, and the body is very much linked to the mind. You know, the mind-body thing is something that we never really think about. We think as two separate things. You know, okay, fuck up the body, but at least you can enjoy your mind. It doesn't work that way. I think if you're going to enjoy your mind, you need to take care of your body because your body is your mind, and your mind your body. Um... So it could just be a, a sign, a sort of um, wake-up call. Hey, you got to be more active. You need to make the decision uh, to do what's right for you. So that's been the difficult crux in my life because the whole point of me trying to write in order to understand myself has been to understand who I am, and that is directly linked to the idea of the big problem of consciousness. Uh, is there some sort of metaphysical being some sort of uh, part of who I am that's whole, that can make decisions um, despite all the other parts of myself that are acting in different ways in conflicting manners. So, you know, I think that's in part caused by the fact that I have a little bit of fragmentation problems when it comes to identity. But if there's many different things or there's a few sides of me that are trying to make different decisions and I act on those decisions at different times and that's why I propagate a life that's not so coherent or stable. Um, is there something that exists or is there one side of myself uh, that is powerful enough to make a decision that 
makes us consistent. Um, that's strange to say us, but that's literally the, um, I would say the, uh, that was literally uh, an impulse that was natural and just kind of came up. Um, so yeah, you know, is it, is it important to know that there's someone who can make a decision and then stick to it? Or rather figure out that I have to accept that I, there is no one person there that's making a decision. And uh, if I choose to believe one or the other, will that allow me to move forward in life and actually start to do what this body and mind needs in order to continue? It's a strange one. It's a strange one, which I, I guess that's ultimately what I'm trying to do through my expressions, whether it's writing or filmmaking or talking to other people. Um, maybe that's why I need to go ahead and do other things and try to express it in a different way. There's got to be something that I, I can't learn through the methods that I've been expressing myself, and I need to learn, and I can only do it through other things. So who knows what those other things are, you know? Maybe I can take up bowling or, you know, something super random or odd like archery and I'll find another piece uh, of the puzzle or I'll ultimately create another another piece of myself uh, who can reflect back at the... who can reflect something about the entirety of who I am. I don't know. It's a bit of a weird thing. I'm really rambling on, I guess. But that's the whole point. Yeah. I just want to, like, I want to say, like, it's it's a sad thought for me. I don't want to stop writing. And I think I'm willing to do what I have to do in order to continue writing and, and to continue... Because I, I think that that's the one thing that I'm holding on to as, as part of the essence of what I am. I'm, I'm a writer. That's what I do, you know. That's what I, that's what I do. I, I see things. I live things. I, I make connections. I love to ex explore and question. And if I can't do that, I, that, that's just taking everything out from under me. And I, I don't know if I can just let myself float away in the limbo. But I might have gotten to the kind of fork in the road where I need to do that. I need to pull that one essential thing out from under my identity and then really understand exactly from another perspective what it is that I am essentially. Um, you know, the, the, the only perspective I can't reach is the one I'm not willing to, to take and that might be a perspective that I need to reach. So now I'm 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 a little bit more comforted if I think about it in those terms because uh, yeah I I think maybe it's an irrational fear in the back of my mind or at the bottom of my heart that if I do let myself go if I do stop writing for a while that somehow I won't have the ability to come back or that I won't come back but then if I don't come back will I really f fear that or will I care about that? I don't know. I guess I would if I don't find anything else to manifest myself through. And that's that's a legitimate fear, I would imagine. But um, if I think back to my past, I have written for a while and then had stopped and had not written for months and months. And um, 
maybe I should be a little bit less um, of a drama queen and just chalk it up to the fact that that's called writer's block and all writers go through it, you know, and I'm no, no different, you know. So, yeah, I think I do associate my identity with the fact that I write maybe a little bit too much and that's why I have to learn to separate myself from that as well um, to truly be free, I don't know. I've gone through a major transformation in, in the last year and uh, in the last two or three years it's just been quite the ride but in this last year especially it was it was a constant turbulence of, of change, you know um, an upturning of the soil um, is a nice visual way to think about it so I'm ready. I'm ready to let something grow. I want, I want something to manifest itself that I can complete. And um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting that I'm doing this. I've never thought that I could really be sitting in a parking lot in my car, just talking to my phone and then putting it out there. Which brings me back to that thing that I was thinking about earlier. Maybe I digressed too much away from it but that's something I do want to do is am I capable in this moment of making a decision about making things public or not what is it that what what brings me does it bring me anything to do that to make this very episode public um, I could argue that it brings someone something maybe it'll bring someone something and just that is enough to bring me something and that just wouldn't be the truth I don't think um, there is any benefit to me uh, to do this anymore. So that's the, that's the, not a decision that I'm making. That's the truth that I'm seeing and that I'm admitting. Now the question remains is, do I have to do something in order for it to benefit me? Am I in a position where I can truly be selfless and do something for other people? The thought that creeps up in my mind behind that question is, you know, that I would feel arrogant to say yes. I, I don't see how doing something purely with the intent of helping someone else or for the benefit of someone else is somehow something that I can do. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I... Is that a, a reflection of maybe a lack of self-confidence or self-worth? Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. Because I, I don't know if I believe that this has any value. And maybe it's tied to the fact that I do have a problem with identity. I mean, if if I don't know who or what I am, how is it that I can value what I do and what, what manifests from me? So that's an adventure I'm going to have to go on and find out. So never, nevertheless, I would say it is important to continue making things public. But now it's for a much different reason. It's really to get down to the crux of of pushing myself towards making conscious decisions and then accepting certain truths just as I have now that I don't value uh, the things that I put out there. I used to put them out in order to release myself or release something within me and, and liberate myself. But now I need to value myself. I guess that's a comforting thing. It's a bit of a good conclusion to come to or to to discover that I guess valuing one's work 
I, I would imagine you, the only way we can do that is to share it. Um, because other th- other than that, I think it's recursive. If I'm really looking at my own work and enjoying my own work, that's a is that really what I'm doing, or am I am I being a bit of a control freak over it, and I just want to perfect it? I don't know what it is, but I do enjoy my own work. I do love to read my own pieces. Um, I do like the the process of perfecting them, but I don't much enjoy the the thought or the idea of other people reading it and then coming back to me. That's the. It's not that I don't enjoy it. It's not like I feel shitty when someone talks to me about a piece that I wrote or something that they heard me speak. I'm okay with it, um, but I don't feel I feel ambivalent about it, which is kind of strange. That's another truth. Um, that I'm kind of admitting. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess I want the act of sharing my work to have meaning. So, it certainly won't happen if I don't continue sharing. Um, It might not happen if I share it anyway, but at least it's a start. At least I'm doing it. So, that's, that's a good thing. Uh, regardless of what reasons I'm doing it for, if I want to value it, I I gotta value it, right? I gotta start somewhere. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, yeah, close this one out and say thank you for listening. Um, I don't necessarily feel, actually, I do feel the gratitude. If you've listened to this, uh, thank you. Yeah, I think this is the one thing that I really do feel grateful for is is if I think about. You know, I don't even need to think about why someone would be listening to this. I really just need to accept that I'm, I'm grateful without thinking about that, why I'm grateful. That's being grateful about being grateful. All right, until next time.